Welcome to Kinda Influenced, where two millennial moms navigate life and career on the internet. We're your hosts, Zoe Potter and Sarah Dickey. Grab a drink, grab a snack, and let's chat. Hi! Hi! How's it going? (laughs) Good! Episode three! I can't believe it. Time? What is time? I don't, it's, sorry, that was Reese shaking it out. Oh, she's allowed to shake it out. She's living her best life. I really hope that she doesn't start barking because knowing her, she sees a dog. I know. I know. She's, she's a good girl. Remember the last episode? She literally slept the entire time. And it's like, she knows, she knows. She's like, you started recording. Great. I'm going to get up. I'm going to find a dog walking down the street and barking. Does your dog, does Reese bark every time she sees a dog? dogs yeah she doesn't bark if like someone knocks on the door dings the doorbell but if yeah. she sees a dog she's like i'm gonna bark to you we're gonna communicate through the window um, right now <laughs> egg has can like sense them from like 700 <gasps> miles away what and is that it's ridiculous and someone once tried to remove egg's voice box so he's got i know it's really really sad he's a Poor rescue it wasn't baby. us i know so no he's no got no the most shrill bark in the entire world oh, no. and it's just it's a noise yeah it's a noise our poor little yeah bean. uh that's I mean with with like I mean he deserves all the love and he can bark his little heart out like whatever that dog wants yeah he could he could ruin your home and you still love him and he sure does <laughs> yeah, right so does Reese <laughs> yesterday I came home and normally what she does is she'll this is her thing she'll pull things out of the sink like dishes if I don't have a clue and she'll just like bring them into the living room with her so she has so she usually has like the kids dishes scattered around the living I room which this fine like she normally doesn't eat them or do anything like that but yesterday yesterday I came home and Reese decided to rearrange everything all of my area rugs were moved and like bunched up she had hidden plates under the area rugs I'm like what are you are you like 2024 is your year of interior design like or she was just shaming you being like mom yeah maybe she's like and clean this vacuum these carpets I'm offended I I like to run a tight ship here yeah she's got high expectations she does have her own Instagram page I know I don't think I can live up to it honestly like I don't (laughs) think I I don't think I can be the mom she needs me to be does anybody does anybody want a dog (laughs) very very (laughs) high skill set required I'll toss mine there and there too if you want just kidding I love my sweet bean no I know I always joke about like you know how they joke about how the dog went to the farm and really the farm is like, like <laughs> it's, it's not a farm I know so but I have a bad habit of joking about sending her to the farm stop but, I do that too but I mean like a real farm like I'm just gonna go drop you off at a farm I'm not gonna her I'm no. just gonna drop her off at a farm better life and then so Marla's always so she always so what she does is when we're out and stuff and she's barking, Marla's like, we stop. Her mom's going to send you to the farm. And I'm so scared that someone's going to be like, are they like, is that woman like threatening to her dog? Like, no, no. real farm with like cows a, happy, and stuff. a happy farm. She'd live her best life. I it, it, Sometimes I feel like I just can't provide the way that a farm I could. know. And I and do I look at like a, a friend of mine who lives like just in the town over from me. She has a farm and she has like a hobby farm. She has pigs. She has, she, she has it all. And she, she has dogs. Uh, no, I don't think she has goats. She has bunnies. She has pigs. And like she has dogs. And those dogs, they are the envy of all other dogs. Yeah. They live the best life. And I'm like, I feel guilty that she just like, we go for a walk in like our residential neighborhood. And sometimes she goes to play with other dogs at daycare. I mean, like, I know I can't give her the farm life and I feel bad about that. We can't even walk egg on like residential streets. Like we have to walk him in back alleys. Oh yeah. Because he's so like, I know Reese Reese does similar. So she doesn't, she doesn't. So when she's on leash off leash, she's fantastic. She's like living her best life. She loves everyone on leash. She whale calls to other dogs, but everyone else thinks that she's like unwell because she's like, she's like singing and it's very embarrassing. Like, I love her, but I'm like, it sounds like we're tormenting you. Like, stop it. Like, don't embarrass mom right now. It's so embarrassing. Andrew's like, oh my God, is anybody watching? I'm like, I don't know. She sounds ridiculous. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Hi, welcome to our new podcast. It's about dogs. (laughs) 2024 is off to a weird start every (laughs) every episode we're we're on to a next adventure like we love a lot of hats to wear it's it's fine they get it you get it you understand us 
No right? big deal. Yeah. We're just, we're just out here trying. We're trying well, our best. Yeah. Seeing what, yeah. throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks. hmm 100%. Dogs. dogs. dogs could, today is dogs. I could talk about our dogs all day long. Maybe we should do an episode, episode on animals. On dogs. Pets and like. And like past pets. I once had a fish named Irene. Who names their fish Irene? Irene, I love it. I know. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I've, I've not had any like unique pets. Oh, we had a squirrel once. I I haven't had any unique pets. Oh, we had a squirrel once. It was for a short time. It was a baby squirrel that we rescued. Oh. And I wanted to keep it. We named her Missy Elliott. And she was so cute. I was obsessed with Missy Elliott at the time. And um. I just, we, she was so cute. She had bugs. Like we, we shouldn't have had her in the house, but we were like obsessed with her and she was so cute. And she used to like, oh. like, like, bur- oh my God, she was so cute. That's really cute. It was for like a week. And then we had to take her to a squirrel rescue, which is probably the best place for her. But there's such things as squirrel rescue. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like, actually, you know what? I think it was an actual squirrel rescue. It wasn't just like a general was- wildlife. It was for squirrels. It wasn't just a farm. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Oh no, I need to talk to my mom about that. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking uh, how of my was mom. How your mom? You saw, went and saw your mom this morning. My mom is the most unhinged, crazy person. Like I love her to death. She's wild. She's wild and weird. And I'm pretty sure that's where I get it from. Yeah. So we're, we're booking a family vacation. We booked a family vacation officially. We're going to Florida next month. We're going to Disney. We're doing it all. I've not been to Disney. Um, we couldn't afford to go growing up. So my sister and I, now that we're adults and we make adult money, we decided we're going to take our mom to Florida and like, just kind of rolls reversed. I don't think she's going to want to come to Disney. She hates crowds. We're going to try our best. Um, so (laughs) we get there and we're look, I'm, I'm looking up travel insurance for her because she's older. And like, we have travel insurance through Andrew's work. We don't have to worry about paying for travel insurance, but my mom is she's retired. She doesn't have that. So we're, I'm trying to find good travel insurance for her. And she's like, I really was thinking that I need travel insurance because what if I get attacked by an alligator or a crocodile? Not like, what if I have like a stroke or like a heart attack or like I get hit by a car, like, but no straight to the wild. I mean, animals. it is Florida. It gets worse. It just, oh. it just, it started here and it escalated to here. <laughs> so we, so I set her up with the travel insurance and I'm like, yes. So this will, count if you get attacked by an animal. However, it does not work if she gets attacked by like a shark, if she's scuba diving because she's not certified. So just in case anyone's wondering, don't be scuba diving with your travel insurance unless you're, unless you're registered. So we, I, so I got the travel insurance. She's like, this is great. This is perfect. Like what happens if I get too close to like a crocodile? She's like, however, she's like, it wouldn't be such a bad thing if the alligator slash crocodile, what is in Florida? Is it an alligator or crocodile? I'm going to say alligators because it's okay. like gator button. Okay. So let's say gators because I truly don't know. So and, she's so like, they have like a sports team called the gators or something. Oh yeah. That sounds familiar. Sports. Yeah. Go sure. sports. <laughs> um, so yeah. So she, she's like, it wouldn't be a terrible thing. So my mom has a really bum knee. She heard it when she was younger, like a teenager and it's bad. Like she's going to need a knee replacement at some point. She probably is overdue for one. So she's on tons of medication for her knee. She always has been terrible. She's like, it wouldn't be a terrible thing if the, if the alligator specifically bit off this knee, just to just do this, like just above the knee. She's like, in fact, would that insurance cover really cool aesthetic, like legs, like prosthetic legs. And I'm like, what? No, aesthetic prosthetic legs. She's like, I could get a variety. She's like, I could get like a pink camouflage one. She's like, I'd make sure to get a black one just in case I had to go to any funerals. This is the conversation I had with my mother this morning. And she's dead serious. And she's like, she's like, she's listing off all her prosthetic legs that she could get if she gets bit by an alligator while we're in Florida. Above the knee. Um, specifically the one leg above the knee and I'm like or you could bleed out and die and she's like yeah I could but she's like I'm assuming you guys will be close by so I'm sure you'll help me and I'm like (laughs) I I have so many questions why is she getting so close to alligators this is my mom like are you (sighs) are you going on a pontoon boat I hope not that sounds terrible. Please don't. I'm I sure won't. the pontoon boats are really fun, but I feel like gators are terrifying. I think so. I do know that they're common. I think my mom yeah. thinks they're walking around like squirrels there. 
Like that we're just going to walk out of the Luddai. There's going to be like 45 gators just waiting to bite just her leg off above the out. knee on the one specific side. I mean, I really hope it doesn't happen. Me but too. if it does happen, I hope it happens the way she wants it to. I, I, know, I guess at the end of the day, that would just make her trip if she gets all these free prosthetic legs and doesn't have to worry about knee surgery. This is my mom. I love your mom and I want to meet her one day. You, you, she's, she's interesting. I love her too. She's just. <laughs> It makes a lot of sense once you get to meet her, how, why I'm the way I'm the way I am. Isn't it weird how much of our parents we are? Yeah. Often? Yeah. 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 I like forever was like, I'm nothing like my mom. No, I am. Oh, you're so much like, you don't realize it until you're in the thick of it, especially when you become a parent. I know. And Bryce all the time is like, you're Carol. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Stop it. I, it's true. I am. It's fine. Yeah. I like chairs. My mom really likes chairs. You can really? see three cha- Yeah. I have three chairs in view right now. Okay. But what's the chair? Like what draws I, you to the chairs? Like, cause there's I, only one bum to sit. So like- it's solely, I think it's, a, I don't. So the reason my mom loved chairs when just before she like, so before my mom died, she went on this like shopping spree of okay. chairs and furniture. Oh, and sure. she, I was like, mom, why are you buying so many chairs? Dad is going to be alone in this house. Like he yeah. doesn't need 47 chairs. She's like, your father will never buy another chair as long as he lives. Oh, so, so she's like, I will just buy all the chairs that he could possibly She's need ready yeah That's so amazing. I mean she bought that chair both of those I think wouldn't that be considered a stool I mean you could okay. sit on it if you sits I fits yeah okay <laughs> um but yeah she bought a lot of chairs that's cool I mean you it's could never have enough chairs what's on your free page so my for you page is did you know that clean girl aesthetic is out <gasps> mob wife mob wife is in this is what's in apparently so that's what my entire for you page is currently. Ah. Um, and I don't know how I, f- I feel like I just I feel like I went from mob wife to clean girl. And I'm not sure if I'm ready to go back. It's too soon. Like all of us that lived through the Jersey Shore era. Like, yes. I don't know that I am ready for the poof to come back, though, because my <laughs> hair being out. Uh, yeah, I would love a place to put my my front face framing hair yeah, okay. so it's out of my face. And the poof is just like, I'm not talking like the poof. I'm just talking like a little poof, a little just poof. Like a- Baby poof. I'd be okay with it. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I'm full on ready for heavy makeup and like no. furs and. I w- I'm happy for like the cheetah print fun fur. Like that's yeah. your jam. You've always been a cheetah girl. Love a cheetah girl. Yeah. Um, don't love sparkles. So not ready for that. Mm, I don't think that I'm ready for that. I mean, on specific occasions, like New Year's, like I, I'm okay. And like my nails once in a while, a little bit yeah. of sparkles fine, but I don't know if I'm ready for like the rhinestones, the glitter, the. No. And I feel like it's going to give us back to like the cold shoulder tops. Like I feel like no, that's very mob I can't, wife. I, I can't, can't do it. I, I can't, can't do I won't. it. I'm not ready. Um. So yeah, that's that's like a big contributing factor. I also like sneakers can never not be cool again. Like mob wives don't wear sneakers. Unless they're like super blinged out, like designer. Like Ed Hardy sneakers. Oh, as soon as I, <laughs> I, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, please don't mean that Ed Hardy is in tune with I this can't. mob wife aesthetic. I can't, I can't do, do it. it. I can't do it. I and can't. Bon- oh no. Um, and then, yeah, so I just, don't, I'm not ready for that, but it's uh really penetrated my for you page. I've also yeah. like now thought that I want to try on a pair of flare jeans. So it's like yeah. getting into my brain. But that's, that's, that's kind of like been in fashion. Yeah. For a while, like, do you not own any flares? No. Okay, so I have a couple. They're yeah. they're quite comfortable. I didn't realize. So for it took me so long to get off the skinny jean train because I was in it for so long, so long. And I think when you have a bigger body too, you immediately just like I don't want anything that could possibly make, make it me look bigger. Totally look bigger. So and big bag your jeans and. But then I started like slowly dipping. So I started with like straight leg and then yes. boot cut and then this. And now I don't want any part of the jean touching Did, my legs really? because it feels so good. I'm like, I can like, I have free movement. I'm not like constricted in this like sausage of sausage skinny. tube. Yeah. I didn't realize it until, until, and then now I'm in, I'm uh, the bigger the jean, the better. <laughs> You're going to end up with like those Exco jeans and like a pair of like Osiris D3s. 
Oh my gosh. I just, if it ever gets that bad, you can, you can stop it. I can, I'll rein it in. I'm Please. not even like here for a wide leg. I just, a, a flare, like a, a skinny to the knee and then a flare. I don't know if I'm ready for like the mauve okay. jeans to come back. So you need to like ease your way in. Okay. okay. So get you, get yourself a pair of like flared leggings, yoga pants. I bought a pair. So then start with that. I hate you them. You can't do, really, I'm wearing some right now. I love them. I just, I think the ones that I got are too short. Yeah, no, they have to be a certain length. Yeah, yeah. and I'm tall, so I no, you can't have them like floods. It looks like it. I'm Millhouse in the the a flood. <laughs> My pants yeah, are dry. <laughs> <laughs> no bueno. I don't want it. No. Um, so that's like what's mainly taking up my for you page. Mm-hmm. And then there still is a lot of trickle of 10-year-olds with Sephora. Oh yeah. Did you see the new Fenty men's line? No. Okay, so that's kind of switching. It's so it's so unhinged. So okay, Rihanna is with ASAP Rocky, I want to say. Does that sound right? Sure. Yeah, no, that is right. Yeah, yeah. That's her, that's her partner, baby daddy, whatever. Cause oh. he he was like, My baby mama has a line and I'm gonna be part of it. I'm gonna make a chapstick for men. And okay. he's like, he made a song about it. It's not lip gloss. This is my baby mama. I love her. I'm gonna do a collab. So now all these men are on the free page with their ASAP Rocky Fenty lip balm. And they're, they're, they're applying it. Like the girls with the, the max work loss. It's like, I kid you not. It's like swirl, scroll, scroll, scroll. And it's what? men applying lip balm. And they're like, it's not lip gloss. It's not lip gloss. And so the comments are the best because they're like, at least they're finally using something. Yeah, hundred <laughs> like- percent. It's not just like chat lips out there trying to. No, yeah. it's just hilarious. And he made like a whole song about it. And it's like kind of catchy. If I know should- none of this. So that's where I feel like, so someone was like, my For You page has switched from like Sephora 13 year olds now to Sephora men at Sephora Can't buying this ASAP Rocky Fenty lip balm. Cannot wait. So excited. So good. All right. All right. I should get Bryce some. He loves lip balm. Does he? Oh, he can't leave the house without a Blistex in his pocket. Okay. But is he like, that's what I mean. Like, is he actually a lip balm enthusiast or does he just like good old fashioned Blistex? Touche. He likes just old fashioned, the blue Blistex. Yeah. Yeah. The medicated. Maybe you should get him this fancy one and see if he, he feels he likes it. it. He washes his chapstick all the time. So, I'm sorry. What he wa- like? He doesn't ever. T- I don't check pockets when I do laundry because, like, if you're oh, giving me something to put in the laundry, I see. Oh, gee, like he thought, like he. I like, thought <laughs> he pulls it out at the end of the night and he washes it with like a little scrub brush in the sink and then he puts it there for tomorrow. Like yeah, I was like, just, okay. I mean, I mean, he is a paramedic, so like. Yeah, you never know. Maybe he should do that. <laughs> start Lysol wiping <laughs> everything off your body. 100. Uh, percent Good old for you pages. They never don't deliver. Okay, but do you feel like 10 year olds at Sephora are really that bad? I honestly, so I worked at, I worked retail for like so yeah, long and I managed, too. I managed the body shop yeah. and I find, so a lot of it was like skincare and things like that for like our age or like a little younger. Mm-hmm. And forever I guess it's a little more like a bath and body works where people would come in like 10 year olds 12 shopping and they'd buy a bunch of this stuff with it's like let them live as long as they're not buying things that are like bad for their skin like Like, you probably don't need like a baby face drunk elephant peel no no like like stay away from the skincare that's gonna hurt your skin and stuff like that but like I don't know. Like maybe it's because I am a mom and I'm a mom to a little girl and like she loves makeup. But yeah, I think I have a soft spot for these sweet little girls who just want to be like their moms. Yes. And, like now, granted, I'm sure there are some that are like completely entitled that just mm-hmm. want to be Alex Earl and they have bad attitudes, but that's everywhere. Like that's that's an 18 year old at Sephora. Or a 36-year-old at Sephora. Well, according to some of the stories I've heard, there are some like pretty, pretty entitled 10-year-olds. Right yes. There. But that's not the norm. I'm hoping that's not the norm. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's, ex- I, I do want to say though, like, let them be kids, let them, you know, live as long as they can in the toy phase, the Barbie phase, all that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I, Marla has her own little makeup station in her bathroom because she just wants to be like me. And I love it. And I was denied that as a child. I was like, you can't have anything touch your face. So yeah. I would literally steal my <laughs> I'd go into my Nana, my Nana lived with us for a while. I'd go yeah. into my Nana's garbage and pull out her makeup that she threw out 
and take it downstairs and put it on my face because it was like empty. There was like a little bit of a squeeze tube left and like a little bit of this. And I don't ever want Marlo to sneak stuff like that. So I just no. give her, so I went through my makeup about a year ago and I just found a bunch of like eyeshadows and blushes that I don't use and they're all in her makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's like, I feel like that's what I'll, I will do with Sully too. Like I yeah. don't, and I seem similar background. Like I managed Urban Outfitters for years. And so like Urban Outfitters had tons of cosmetics and it was like always kind of fun to watch like yeah. kids with their mom shopping. It's, um, But like, it is what it is. Like let kids be kids, let kids I think experiment and play. And like, as totally. long as they're being respectful and they're not using things that can harm them, yes. let them live. And, and like, they see their moms doing it. I would I bet that like all the 10 year olds at Sephora probably have parents that are also into makeup. I would just assume like, so. Yeah. Cool. Like they just want to be like their biggest role models. I know. And that just kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I know that there was a lot of incidents and like story times where it was very rude children. And I'm yes. like, that's different. Like that's just like, you know, but if it's just like innocent little girls who got gift cards for Christmas that just want to pick out something special and like, yeah, let them buy a $45 bronzer because they don't have bills to pay right now. They're yes. not going to be able to afford that when they're 20, maybe living on their own for their first time. Like let them live. Like, and that's when they'll discover wet and wild. Yes. <laughs> and all the drugstore dupes that we have lined up on our shelves. <laughs> yes. Sweet. Amazing. Okay. Zoe, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about relationships. Ooh. I'm excited. Me too. How long have you been married? Oh no. Oh um, hold on. No, don't do this to me. I do know. Okay, so <laughs> I think it's nine years. Nine years this October. But you guys have been together forever though, right? Yep. We've been together for 14 years. Wow. As of next month. No, March. Sweet. Yeah. We've, so a while. A while. That's like we've known each, life. I know. And I've known, we've known each other even longer. Like we, so we went to high school together, but we didn't Stop. date in high school. Yeah. We were friends. That's sweet. So I, we met each other when we were like 15 and we were friends last year of high school, like good friends last yeah. year of high school. We had a spare together. Spare is like, I don't know if it's the yeah, same yeah. across the board, but yeah. it's a free period. So we used to hang out together. And yeah, we just stayed close. And then we started dating first year of college, like end of the first year of college. That's really sweet. Mm-hmm. I love that. How yeah. long were you guys together before you got engaged? I have so many questions. Oh, really? No, um, not actually. I think this is all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> we were together for, mm, that's a good question. Two years, three years, two years, three years, three years. Yeah. But then we had a long engagement. Like we were engaged for at least over a year. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I, I want to say our goal was to buy a house before we got married. Yeah. When That's we smart. got engaged, we were renting and yeah. we're like, before we actually like walk down the aisle and pay for a wedding, we need to buy a house. So we bought oh. our first house and then we got married that fall. That's awesome. Bryce mm-hmm. and I have been married. Oh, hell of- Four years. We got married See? during the pandemic. It's hard to get caught. It gets you caught off guard, right? It is. Yeah. Well, we got married during the pandemic. So we've got like a pretty good ear marker. Four oh. years? It's been four years since the pandemic. No, it hasn't. I mean, just, it's coming up to four years. Yeah. 2020. Oh, you're right. That's I know. stressful. That oh is my stressful. God. I know. It's a, yeah. It is okay. very stressful. Um, so we, we got married in July of 2020. Yeah. So we're okay. not quite at four, three and a half years. Almost. Our, yeah. Almost, anyway, not. Yeah. Um, and we're together for, we've been together for six, but we've okay. known each other same. We've known each other for Whoa. 12 years. <gasps> that's a, okay. Now hold on, bring it back. Cause that's a very long time. Was one of you like actively chasing the other or like or it was just so it grew over time grew, I mean okay so I mean and I guess I say we knew each other sort of loosely but so what happened is Bryce was actually a customer at Urban Outfitters when I was managing there and he came in one day I'm having a really hard time picturing Bryce going into Urban Outfitters and being like I'm gonna go shopping <laughs> right, you're not wrong he did okay. wear a lot of like black t-shirts um but I think that like I think he used to come in because I was there. Like, I, I think, think we'd like that's... seen each other. Yeah. Um. So he came in one day and one of my girlfriends, or I guess one of my employees, who's now a friend, um, she was like, oh, I know those boys. And I was like, who's the one with the the, the hat on? Bryce used to wear baseball caps all the time. 
And so she got his phone number for me. I texted him. He jokes that I stalked him. I didn't. He knew where I worked. I think he stalked right. me. Um, we like texted for a while, made it at a bar once, which he does not remember. Oh my um, God. And then followed each other on like social media forever. But we both ended up in like long-term relationships. So I met my ex like two weeks after I met Bryce, probably three weeks after mm. I met Bryce. And then we were together for five years. So oh, wow. So there was like a pin in it for yeah. half a decade. And then he just like creeped into my DMs one day and was like, do you want to grab a drink? I think you're single. And I was like, sure, let's do it. And then we said, I love you the next day. Oh, that's so sweet. It was, was meant to be. Timing is everything. Everything. Like you probably wouldn't be here if you had jumped right in how many totally. years ago? Like oh that's God. so true, right? We, I am a complete different person than I was when I was like 25. When we, right? like, I don't even recognize that Sarah. Um, oh so yeah, I think the timing is everything. I love that so much. Oh, that's so cute. He's a good one. He's a good one. He's How, good one. what does Andrew think about like you and social media? Like what's his, what's his take on it all? So I think, I think it's a little bit. So when I first started posting, he was a little like, okay, like interesting, like I'm on board. But the thing is, is like, I don't think it was much of a shock to him because when we started dating, like I was actively in school. No, not at that point, actually. So I started YouTube the second time around when like we had already been in an established relationship. I think I was also like right before we had Marlo. So she, Mm -hmm. we had been together for a while at that point, but I think that a big thing too with it was that I was in school for acting when we started dating. So he came along to weird indie projects. He, he starred background in these random projects because we needed, like he, like he, he's been a supportive one from day one. (laughs) I love it. It's, it's totally not like nothing surprises him. Like I could tell him I want to be a skydive teacher tomorrow. And he'd be like, all right, on to the next adventure. Like, he's just like, he expects it from me. So yeah, I think he's, I mean, granted, he's not very much into social media himself other than Mm -hmm. watching like car modification videos on YouTube and like following that kind of, yeah, that's, are we married to the same person? No, a hundred percent. Like, like that's his, like, he's like, he'll sit there with his phone watching these guys like repair, like DeLoreans or like old cars. Yeah. And like they, they probably have followed the same people. So like, it's so, <laughs> so what he'll do sometimes is when he, that sponsored ad comes up, he'll pop his head up and he's like, add this to your list of potential people you can get sponsored on YouTube. <laughs> and then he goes back to <laughs> You just start working with like estranged car companies. Well, a lot of them are very versatile. So like one of them, like my first ever YouTube partner that I worked with last year was better help. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, my guy's on this garage or blah, blah. They work with them all the time. That's a great one. <laughs> it's just so, he's so funny like that. Like it just makes me giggle. Like he's so supportive in his own way. And like, I, I do, that. I do try to get him in my content here and there, but he's not like he's not an Instagram husband. Like he's not actively wanting to do it because it's not for him. Like it's totally. I'm not going to force him into it. But like when I do have ideas, I bring it to him. Sometimes yeah. he says yes. Sometimes he says no. A lot of the times he says yes. Yeah. As long as it's not something stupid. Um, which I mean, I probably need someone to remind me of what content is good and not. Um, no. And he's very supportive and like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he does his best. And like, sometimes like we did a, we did a voiceover video, um, around Christmas time and that little butthead, like didn't have to practice, didn't have to do, I I assumed the first time I did a voiceover video where I'm like actively, I had to do like 17 takes to get it. He didn't even have to practice. I'm like, how do you know how to do this? Just a natural. And he, and I'm just like, why though? That's not fair. Like I had to redo like four takes to get it. And he's just like, I don't know. I got it. I got this in the bag. It just comes like, to me. I'm like, that's offensive. And then everyone's like, you should do more videos together. I'm like, I don't think I want to. <laughs> he makes me feel bad about myself because he's, he's so tr- good at it. Trying to show me up. It's kind of rude. Anyways. It's, that's how I feel about Bryce on, <laughs> on all of my videos. Everyone, every time that Bryce is in a video, they're like, do more with him. He's so funny. And I'm like, I'm the funny one. 
that's such a Leo thing for you to do. And you're not even a Leo. Like for me, it makes sense. I'm like, I want to be the center of attention, not him. (laughs) I mean, I'm a Taurus. Does that? Yeah. Because you're stubborn and you're like. Yeah, 100%. But it is really nice having someone that is like so supportive of it. Because like Bryce Mm -hmm. is very much so the same. Like he has a social media. It's like open. He has done like TikTok lives, which is like real funny. Um, Yeah. I love it. What does he do on his TikTok lives? Um, he plays video games often. Oh, or I love that. He, yeah, or he'll like build stuff. Um, nice. he like bro, he goes through like these ebbs and flows where he's like, I could be a creator. Like I could just yeah. like make stuff and and have fun and do this. And like he loves editing videos. And he used to edit my videos for me all the time. Which is, um, like, does he want to edit my videos for me? Like is the best side gig. <laughs> like I think my first like really edited video that I did and like edited like cut like different scenes not like facetune like full-on no no that's yeah 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 yeah. um was was with Pennington's and he did it all for me and I was like great thank you um and I always wrangle him into doing like silly like trying weird trending stuff yeah Yeah, it's so fun things I think they're I think there's like because we're not a couple accounts like that's not our it's yeah. It's not like a joint account where they no. expect to see. I think that once in a while is fine. But yeah. like, I think it's totally understandable and respectful that they're not there every All week the and like every other video. And I I know that it's, I don't know. Like, I think it's hard too, because like both of them have very legitimate, hard, long hour day careers. Yeah. And I know that this takes a lot out of you, yes. like at the end of the, and that's one of the main reasons why I didn't want to, especially now that my kids are getting older and stuff, I, I stopped bringing them in a lot of my content Yeah. and the only content that they are in is content where I can kind of like, I don't know. I, Marlo asks me on a daily basis. She's like, can I do a video with you? I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we, we make these little videos and stuff like that, but she's, we don't ever post it because it's just like, It's it's so much work. It's so much like you put so much of yourself out there. And mm-hmm. I think that, um, I don't know, it's a big commitment. And I think that a lot of people don't realize just how vulnerable yeah. and how much of a commitment it is to share yourself totally. this openly on the internet. Oh my gosh. And like Bryce gets, um, recognized in public. And so Bryce, is a, so Bryce is a paramedic. Um, so he is, I'm just having like, what happens if he goes to like someone's he's, house? To- he has been no. to calls where people have recognized him. Um, <gasps> and I'm not saying that like I get recognized every day, but like it happens. We li- I have a yeah. big following in Edmonton. It happens. Yep. Yep. Um, and I have a lot of like nurses that follow me too, which I love. Nurses are like some of my favorite humans in the entire world. So at the hospitals, people recognize him all the time. Um, and he's had like calls or had instances out in public, especially when we were trying to conceive where people would like give him advice on <gasps> like what we should be doing differently. And oh, it's just no. like, that's medium weird. Um, but it, it's me having this like platform has like put him in the in like the forefront where he's had to like be really good at talking to people in public. And thankfully he's a big extrovert and I'm actually the introvert in our relationship. So it's mm-hmm. worked well and he's good. been able to like... He has fun with it, which is great. Um, but I always, like, I always say to him, like, if this isn't something that you want, like, we can pull you back and, like, you don't have to be in any videos. Yeah. But he, like, he is fun and he loves it, which is nice. That's good. That's good that he's supportive and that he's pretty much on board for whatever you want to yeah. throw at him. It could be, like, I feel like it could be really hard in relationships if they aren't. Yes. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen a couple cases where like a lot of the time, I'm not saying this is all the time. A lot of the time it's similar to us where it's the female of the relationship specifically Mm -hmm. who's sharing their life. And then they are feeling, I don't know if they're feeling forced to bring in their partner or what. And a lot of the time the partner gets like, people are so quick to judge someone's personality based off a 30 second video. They're like, he's abusive. He's this, he's that. And I'm like, I mean, very much it could be the case. Like you never want to like just assume, like I never ever want to um, blame the victim or anything like that. Yeah. But in the in the case where it's just like a video of them talking, like maybe they're not comfortable. I I was so uncomfortable on camera for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And like, if like, so, I don't know. I just feel really bad where like people are thrown into it when they're not wanting to be in it. Totally. And, and you can tell that they're not wanting, and it doesn't mean they don't love their partner. It doesn't mean that they don't 
they're not in a happy relationship, just maybe they don't like the internet. Maybe they don't like cameras in their face. And I just, I'm like, read the room. Like if they don't want to be there, don't put them in there. Don't do it. (laughs) I don't want to go to work with Bryce. He doesn't need to come right? to work with me. Like, that's how I always think about it. Like, that is a you... good, that is a good way to look at it. Right. For like sure. When yeah. He doesn't want to do something. I'm like, that's fine. You had a long day at work. Yeah. Someone pooped on you today. I probably wouldn't want to work. Do either. anything. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you literally. deserve that right. So uh, what do you, so you guys have been together a very long time. Mm-hmm. What was it like with your relationship once you got pregnant and then once once Sully came into the picture, was it like a huge shift for you guys? Cause you, were you actively trying for quite some time before Sully was conceived? Yeah. Uh, two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. I think we were trying for, yeah. So, um, I think that we had like come to this point where we kind of were just like, our lives might just be this forever. And like, we mm-hmm. really started to lean into like our lives as like dinks. Dueling yeah. Kids. Yes. Um, and then we magically got pregnant. And like, when I say magically, like it literally, like we had stopped trying. We were kind of, not stopped trying, but we like stopped putting the pressure on ourselves. And we were like, oh, okay. It was magical. You, I remember you sent me the video. Yes. I was in bed. It was like 10 o'clock at night. You sent me the video and I was just bawling. I'm literally lying in bed <laughs> next to Andrew bawling. And he's like, are you good? And I'm like, Sarah's pregnant. And I have a few Sarah's in my life. So he's like, you're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> And I, so I show up and he's like, that's so good. And I'm like, just bawling in bed. Like, <laughs> I was like, it was, it was amazing. And it was, it was super magical and Sally is incredible. Anyways. Yeah, it totally. I mean, pregnancy was hard. I, um, was an asshole while we were pregnant. Cause I was, really? I didn't, I hated being pregnant and oh, I would, didn't like it. Oh, it was the worst. And we can get into that in a different episode, but like, <laughs> yeah. I hated it. And oh. I just like, wasn't myself. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't find joy in things. Um, I would like try to pick fights with him all the time. Um, it was like I was, I try to pick fights when I drink, which is why I don't drink a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like I was drunk for nine months, like just trying to like pick fights. I was so sensitive. Like it just like, it wasn't good. Um, mm-hmm. But Bryce is like the strong man in the storm. And he's like, this is just nine months. We're going to get through this. Yeah. She's she's not an asshole. Um, <laughs> and then I would say like that first three months of Sally's life were probably the hardest three months of my entire life mm-hmm. um and on our relationship because I just I I I mean I still am finding out who I am now and it I'm just I'm so I'm the same person that he married but I'm so different than the person that he married because my priorities are so different now it shifts it shifts so I think a lot of people don't realize how quickly yes everything changes totally in a after, minute mm-hmm and like you can't explain it. Like this thing comes out. And I'm like, oh, I get, I get what people say when they would like, I I would do anything for you. I don't Literally. even know you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do anything for you. So it's it shifted our relationship and not in the sense that Sally is like my priority, but my job right now is to keep her alive. And like yeah. that is the thing. It's a that, lot of pressure. Right. It's a thing that consumes <laughs> my entire world. Yeah. So while I like Bryce will always be my priority and like the love of my life um mm-hmm. our roles have shifted like he was the center of my universe and now she is um and so I think for us it's like navigating how we get back to the point where we're like we're all the center of each other's universes yes and we're so fresh in it like she's eight months old today um like it's it's all still so new but it definitely added like a lot of intricacies and like resentment at points like and I think that we don't talk about that enough but like I resented Bryce for a really long time and there are still times that I do like and I will tell him I'll be like look at I'm having a bad day today it bugs me that like you can go do x y and z I get so jealous I get so and it's not even that they're not I don't know like in everyone's case but like in Andrew's case he's very we're very 50 50 when he's home like last night I tapped out the second he came home he did Mm -hmm. everything up till bedtime and that's just that's just the way our relationship is, but we've been that in our relationship before kids, totally. but the, but the jealousy that I would feel that he gets to just get up and go to work, get himself ready and leave and it's- not have the mental load of having to like, I had to do the dentist yesterday with Marlo. Like I have to do the drop-offs. I have to do like, I have to like, it's just like a pile of everything that's just all consuming there all the time. Totally. The mental load of the primary caregiver 
is insane. And Mm -hmm. it, it totally affects your relationship. It does. I thought people were insane when they would tell me that I'd be like, you just wait. Like the first year of of being a parent is so hard. Like, and I'd be like, Bryce and I are the most solid couple I know. Like, we're going to be fine. He's my best friend. We tell each other everything. And like, yes, we still do tell each other everything. He's still my best friend, but that's exactly it. Like the fact that he can just like, And it's silly things for me. It's like going to the gym, which is such a huge part of my life and a huge part of like my mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it's like, I can't go to the gym six or five or six days a week right now because you work four days a week and I have to be home with our kid and I can't do things like it. So it's, it's, it's tough. And I have to navigate it every single day. And I just to become like more vocal about it, I would say in like the first three months that she was born, I just sat on it and like festered and it builds up inside you. And then when it comes out, it comes out bad. (laughs) And you feel, I'm like, this isn't me. Like this, this is like an ugly version of me that is being mean and Mm -hmm. picking fights and like getting mad about the silliest things. But it's, I mean, I think that like we can see ourselves like coming back to where we were. Like he, I think that there's like an intricacy of him being a shift worker too. Yeah. Um, so he's two days, two nights. So, and then four days off. So like his four days off are glorious. Like but I get when to like, you're in the thick yeah. of it, it's all you. It's in, like the nights I thought would be the hardest. They're the easiest. She's just, just Oh yeah. I just go to bed. I starfish in bed. <laughs> it's like, I'm a, like, I live by myself again. It's awesome. Um, but the days, like, it's just, the days are long. Yeah. It's, I I feel like every, um, relationship has different challenges and like, especially when it comes to parenting and whatnot, but I will say this, like, at least from my experience, the first year of your child's life is the longest, the hardest, and the most confusing because there's so many different milestones and changes that happen so quickly, like obviously. Every day. Every, every day. It's like, well, what is happening? Like yesterday we were focusing on like just sleeping through the night. Now we're dealing with like razor sharp teeth coming through and they're screaming 24 seven. Now we're like, it's just like, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. And I feel like you can't plan for anything and it's chaos. It's just sheer chaos. The yeah. one good thing though, I find is every month it gets just a tiny bit easier. Totally. Even though it's shifting and confusing and like this, the the, the little bit, as they get a little bit older, like here and there, it's like so much easier, like night and day. And I find that like the beginning was really hard on us too, because Bryce felt so useless in our relationship. Like he was like, like full transparency, like the idea of having sex in the first three months of Sally's life was like, get the, out like I just like that's not happening don't touch my boobs don't touch my like don't touch me oh, yeah um I was so touched out and so like he I think that there was this like weirdness of like he didn't like we didn't feel like husband and wife like we weren't connected in that way and then also like our baby didn't really want him she only wanted me and so he felt useless and I couldn't see that from like my perspective because I was so thick into it and now mm. that I look back I'm like it must have been so hard for you like you yeah. can't console our kid I mean you can but it's not the to same. an extent it's yeah. not like you can wh- like whip out your breast and give them nourishment totally like yeah and so now I think that like her him being able to like console her and play with her and like mm-hmm. be a caregiver has made our relationship so much better and so I look forward to like what you said like every month it just gets easier and I can't it does. I can't wait it does. It's, I can't it's, wait. it's such a, and like, I, I mourn the, you know, the baby stages. I mourn the like little, like I was looking back at photos of Marla with my mom a few days ago when she was a little younger than Theo. And I'm like, it breaks my heart to think that I'm never going to have that again. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to see her be that small, like, especially now that she's like turning seven and she's like, you know, she has attitude. She's like, I don't want to talk to you right now. Like go away. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, not ready. Rem- remember when like I was your best friend and like you never wanted to leave my side. Granted, I have Theo who's like attached to my hip 24 seven. So I'm very grateful for it, but I, it, it's, it's beautiful and sad all at the same time. Yeah. But the one thing I will say is your relationship does get so much better with your partner as your kids get older mm-hmm. because you have more time together. Yes. Like our kids just go and play together. It's so like they weird. just go in the basement and like play imagination and play family and do stuff like that. And like, we are just sitting there on the couch and we're like, wow, like we just spent an hour together, just the two of us while our kids were playing in the basement. 
that's weird. Like that it's sounds nice. magical. It's so nice. And like, like you said, like just now you're starting to get back into the swing of things. That was mm-hmm. very much the case for Andrew and I, especially when we had kids, like, like we were, we were at that phase with Marlo. She was three, I think yeah. when we conceived Theo. So it was really good in the sense that like, we, we knew what we were doing. We had like the whole like babyhood, like she was out of diapers. Like it was like, she was turning into a little child, but the difference was, is like Theo was a, such a trickier yeah. baby. He didn't sleep. He didn't, he screamed like the whole first half of his life because oh. he had colic. It was the most challenging thing our relationship ever went through. And like, I still like get like PTSD from it. Like every once in a while when he cries because he didn't stop. I can't imagine. I can't. And like, we changed his parents. Our tempers were not as like, we, we didn't tolerate it as easy. It was so much easier to tolerate things with Marlo because she was easy. Everything about it was easy. Granted, she puked like crazy. Like she had like crazy reflux, would vomit every, but she was like the happiest baby while vomiting all over our entire house. So you can't get that mad at, you just get used to it. You're like, I got the cleaner. I got this. We're good to go. But like with Theo, he was miserable and like it really does affect your mind and like it turns you a little crazy like it like I I would snap at the smallest thing because like it was just screaming in your face 24 7 I it was the most difficult challenging in the middle of a pandemic when everything shut down we couldn't even pass him off to grandparents for a break because everything was locked down like we couldn't leave our houses oh it was terrible (laughs) I can't, and I can't imagine what that would do to a relationship too. It was tough. Like, and like was we Andrew were working hang- from home too? He was. And you like, would like, and you had just closed your business. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, that's a lot. It was so much all at once. And I'm like, I hated it. Like I, and I think that that's why when you're like, yeah, we got married at the beginning of the pandemic, like four years ago, I'm like, it's been, f- I shut off. I yeah. shut myself off for a full year of my life. And in, in a sense too, like I, I have had to go through this in therapy and whatnot as well is like, I had to deal with a lot of trauma because I don't remember the first year of my child's life because I was dis like, I dis like, I wasn't there. I disassociated for a full year of my life. I was like severe postpartum depression. Like I think back and I can think back to the first like three years of Marlo's life. I can remember specific moments. I can remember the way she looked. I remember like, I can't remember anything with Theo and it's, the hardest I can't and Marlo and anything like I can't remember any of it because I was like I was barely surviving I don't know how people survived the pandemic as parents as like even as like couples like it was the most so many didn't though that's just it yeah like Like, it was the most trying time Mm -hmm. it was we were so lucky because Bryce was still working outside of the house mm -hmm. so like and not lucky like I mean his life obviously was actually his life was terrible at the beginning of the pandemic. And then Bryce actually went on a mental health leave during it. That's um, right, yeah. For some other stuff that had happened in, in at work. Um, and it was just like being, you're not supposed to be around someone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No. And then my mom died. And it was just like, oh, it was it's like that pile year. It. Yeah. I think that was a transformative year for so many relationships. And I truly think that if you like made it out of 2020, it was a especially in your it. face. Yeah, yeah. Like we're set. We're golden. <laughs> we're gliding. We're, we're good to go for the next, what, 40 years of our yeah. lives. Oh my gosh. It's that's so sad. That's not enough time. Think about it though. Well, I know. Like, no, maybe a little more, maybe, more. but, but yeah, like, yeah, people live to like, what, 100 maybe? now? We're getting, I don't want to be a hundred. I don't want to, that's just it. Like even like looking at like 80 and like, I'm like, that's like, they're like, now granted some are like out there driving and like going to yoga three times. Like there, it depends. Yes. My dad's 76 and he still like plays in a band and like, he's great. So I'm like, I could be that. Um, but it is interesting. Like, I think that one of the biggest things that we've learned about our relationship this year, and it was like a big, I, my biggest learning is um, I prioritized work before everything in my life. Mm-hmm. And this has been, this was like, that was always Bryce's like chief complaint in our relationship was like, I would stop everything to answer the phone. I would stop yeah. everything to reply to an email. I was available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And while I love my job and not this job, my like yeah. 
career job career this is my career job but like my other yes, job but yeah, like yeah. Your, yeah, yeah 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 um I have learned that like work doesn't tuck you in at night and like mm. this like this is the stuff that matters like family life and being there for your partner and like prioritizing them is the most important thing um mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to see what like my life and our relationship does going forward with like this big understanding like I can turn off my phone at dinner time now and like not care and maybe right? it's because I don't have work right now but it's like it's this is what's important the things around my dinner table are what's important and like mm-hmm. those are the things that are going to be there forever as much as I love my job it's probably not going to be that's just it right like you I think and I think that especially to you as you get older and your relationship grows and like it's not that you lose the spark, you lose the magic. I mean, in some cases that is definitely mm-hmm. a situation in relationships, but I think you get comfortable and you just kind of like treat them like you treat yourself. So like if you overdo it, if you over push it, if you, you know, you don't put yourself first, you start to then not put your partner anywhere close to first, because if you can do that to yourself, you can easily do that to the other half of you, right. That you've been in a relationship with so long, like you just get too comfortable if that makes sense. And then you do start doing things where you're like, I'm going to ignore you and I'm going to answer this email and I'm going to do that. And I had to check myself too, because I, I wouldn't be as present as I wanted to be because we work from our phones, because our job is like, I just, I like, it would be like my, my other hand. So I stopped having my phone on for like occasions, like weekends for going out for, and then it turned into like birthday parties. Like my phone was gone to the point where I would forget to take photos because my phone's like gone. Like, and it's so nice. And like, I think turning yourself off is something that you don't, you take for granted pretty totally. much. We're also readily available right now at every mm-hmm. point and like everything can feel like an emergency or like I feel urgent. And yes. it's so important to remind ourselves that like the things that are urgent and that are important are in front of us. They're the things that yeah. are in our living room. And like, yeah. we need to foster those things and they're not going to grow if we don't water them. And yeah. the things on our phones and the things that don't really matter are outside of our household. It's true. It's so true. Like, and I, I'm going to get better at that this year and focusing on like moments with my partner, like with Andrew and like having moments where it's just the two of us Mm -hmm. go on more dates, do more fun things together and see where it goes. And like, I just, I feel like now that my kids are getting older too, I can finally put the time, the effort, the love into being alone together. Cause we yes. didn't have that for so long. No, even, even in the sense that like Theo was coming in our room every night and sleeping with us. Like we finally got just recently in the past month or two, we finally got our nights back. Like we didn't have those for yeah. how many years it's nice. I can't, I can only imagine <laughs> it's really nice <laughs> sleeping and obviously building our relationship and stuff like that, but like, but sleeping just like not having decent sleep. Yes. So I, it would be, um, I can't wait. I cannot wait to sleep through the night. Um, and I think that, yeah, like that's exactly like I commit to Bryce and I have never been alone without Sully. We've like, we've never left her with like a grandma. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. You have never done, done a yet. date. Um, which scares me and not leaving her with Bryce's mom. Bryce's mom is amazing, but yeah. it just, I'm, or like my best friend is it's, incredible. I just, am you not gotta ready. know when you're ready. There's yeah. a point and maybe you're not there yet. Like, that's okay though. Everyone's different, right? Like yes. Theo, he, Theo was around Sully's age, if not a bit older when he, we left him alone for the first time because of COVID. Yeah. Like he was, he was with us for how long Yeah, just us because, but Marlo, I think she was four months old when we left her alone for the first time. That was our first, like, and it was horrible. That's another thing too, is like, you have all this guilt and like, right. Even now, like if I leave for a work event or something like that, I, I don't know if this will ever, ever go away. I just have nonstop Mom guilt. guilt. It doesn't go away. And like, I just feel guilty. I can't enjoy myself fully because I'm just constantly like, I, like, I feel like I shouldn't be here. I should be at home with my kids. And yes, society, societal pressure puts that on me, but then also like, I miss my family. I miss my kids. And like, I need a break, but like, I just want you to be here at the same time. Like, Like, if you could just be in my pocket. It's so confusing. It is confusing. Parenting, motherhood, relationships, man, it's confusing. It's a lot. Nothing prepares you for it. No, 
No. There's but no books. There's no, no movies. There's nothing that you can, there's literally nothing that can prepare you for it because no. it is weird. And it's so different for every single person. Yes. That's like that's- it. And every single, and different childs too, like every, different children, because like you could have two children. Some people have three, four, like it's, everything is so different. Like this is why we're doing one and done. Yeah. Honestly, like we thought about it for a while too. Like when we had Marlo, we were just like, she's perfect. We could never have another like, it's just like, uh, yeah. So I would, like, that's, mm-hmm. and that's another reason why we, there is like a four, almost a four year age gap between my kids is because yeah. we were content with one for so long. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like something clicked and I'm like, I don't feel complete. Like our family doesn't feel complete. Marlo loves kids. She loves, you know, I just felt guilty mm-hmm. at the same time. And like, I just wanted, I just wanted one more. Like we just wanted one more to finish our family. Yeah. We had Theo. It was like a bomb went off in our face because it was the most difficult everything. But you made it through. Oh yeah, we made it through. Everything's temporary. I think that that's something to keep in mind too. Like if you're in the thick of it with a newborn, with maybe you're pregnant, you're about to bring a baby into your, you know, little ensemble with your partner and stuff. Everything is temporary and like it goes by so quick. I've heard that nothing lasts for more than two weeks, the good and the bad. Like it's two weeks, it's in and out. Yeah. So enjoy it. But also like, if you're in it, like in the thick of it, I get it. I get Mm -hmm. it. Like complain, vent, do it. Like you deserve to vent. You deserve to be like, this sucks. Like when you're in the thick of it, because it does, the days are long, the weeks and years are short. So short, like Like, eight months already. Like what, what my child's going to school this year. My little pandemic baby is going to school in the fall. That's wild. Isn't that the craziest thing? Pandemic babies are in school? As of September, he will be going to school in junior kindergarten. That's crazy. What's junior <laughs> kindergarten? Yeah, I, mean, that's I don't know. It's, Is it a not? So we have junior and then senior kindergarten. Oh, we JK have like pre- JK. Um, <laughs> JK. <laughs> we have preschool. Say, okay, so do they go to I an actual school? I think like so. School? Yeah, I don't so then that. that's the same thing. JK. I love it. I love that it's called JK. I would laugh every single time. Um, But I think like, yeah. And I think that everything is temporary in the sense of like parenting, but also like in relationships, like it just takes work and it takes, it takes time and dedication and like knowing what you want. And they're really magical. Like I, every single day I'm so absolutely grateful for Bryce. And like, I don't know that I tell him that enough, but he is like the, the good man in a storm some days I want to strangle him. Yeah. Um, but, but that's is, anyone you could like, that's literally any I mean, and everyone. I've never wanted to strangle you yet, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, yeah, like some, he's, he's just, he's the best part of me and he makes me want to be better every single day. And mm. I feel so grateful to have him in my life. And it's like really magical because I've had really bad relationships and I feel so your long-term relationship before Bryce <laughs> was that like because that's a long time five years like I didn't have very very long long relationships like that before Andrew I did yeah. have relationships they weren't long though I think mm-hmm. my longest one was maybe six months but then we were off and on for a couple of years yeah. so what so what was he did you in the moment like was he the one like in, no. in, no, he never no. was. And yet no. you dedicated five years to that. I've had other than Bryce, I've had yeah. a seven year relationship and a five year relationship. Wow. So you're a long-term girly. I'm a long-term girly. I didn't want to get married until I met Bryce. I didn't want really? kids until I met Bryce. I kind of just thought of like your partner, like as your boyfriend is like your other half that you get to like do cool shit with. And uh-huh. then when I met Bryce, I was like, oh, I want to actually spend my life with you. Um, um My long-term relationship before Bryce was like the the cause of all my trauma um he was like not a good person and I didn't value myself um this is like when I was in like the depth of like like probably I just I had no worth as a human and he saw that and like he fed it fed it totally Mm -hmm. like in every sense of the like there was I don't want to get into too many details but there was like abuse and there was drugs and like it wasn't good and it wasn't mm-hmm. I when I say I don't recognize who I was when I was like 25 I do not recognize who I was when I was 25 um I went it was bad it was it was not a good mm-hmm. time I cut off relationships I moved to America to get away from him essentially wow yeah it wasn't great um but because of him 
I am so much, I, I had to build myself up from like the bottom again. Like I remember one day he looked at me, he's like, I'm not attracted to you and I'll never be attracted to you. And I stayed with him for another four years. Oh, Sarah. Like, it was just, it was terrible. It's um, heartbreaking. But you know, when you don't see any worth to yourself and if anyone out there is in this relationship right now, like you're so much more worthy. You're better off being alone. And I yeah. know that it is so hard. When you're in it, it doesn't feel that way though. It, it feels was, like, well, it's better than, it's better than nothing. Totally. Like yeah. he would tell me all the time that no one else will ever love me. Oh, um, it was, it was, he played with every insecurity I had and then would hurt me and I would come back running. And it was, it was scary and sad. And I thought I was going to die at times, um, but I didn't. And I got out of it and huge trigger warning. Sorry guys. No. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But uh, like, yeah, I got out of it, but just like, know that if you are there, um, you can get out if you, if you want to. And everyone around me, like my girlfriends were, they saved my life for sure. Like they, We're always there. They were there in a, in a in a second. My best friend would like pick me up from our house crying. It was bad. Um, and it just really helps me value how lucky I am to have Bryce. Um, not like he's head and like he's obviously such a much more incredible human than my ex. Um, but just to like feel love the way that I feel it with him is I never thought that I, I'm going to cry. I never oh. thought that I would get there and I never thought that I would have that or that I deserved that. And now to know that like, not only do I deserve it, but I get to feel that every day is probably the most incredible thing in the entire world. There are tears pooling up in my eyes. You, you are. And I think that that's something when you're in it, like you just never think that that's going to happen. So when it does happen, it sometimes doesn't feel real. Like it doesn't feel like, and I'm sure it took you so long to feel like you were worthy of someone who loves and appreciates you for who you are because you are a kick-ass human. You are an amazing human being, partner, parent, like all around person. And I think that when you're, someone is feeding the negativity, like the negativity in your own self thoughts and self minds, it it just pools up and it pools up and it just gets worse and worse. And the fact that you could come up from that is amazing. And I think that it maybe can give hope and maybe a little bit of outlook and light to people who might not be there yet. Totally. And if you are not there yet and you need, if you want to talk, my DMs are always open. Like it is, I know how hard it can be. Um, it feels impossible. It feels so impossible. And it feels like you don't deserve it. And you yeah. do like, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be happy alone. And I think that that was like the best thing that I did for myself is I spent a year single and I had never been single for a year ever. Wow. Um, and I just like learned what made me happy and like what I deserve. These like cool things that like helped me see that I was so much more than this like tiny little piece of garbage that he made me feel I was. So oh. Screw him. Screw him. If you're there right now, you don't, you, you can, you, I, every, there's so many resources out there to get out um, and just tell someone that you love and they'll help you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you can't find someone that will help you, um, let us know. We'll send you some resources in your area because there are always better days ahead. Always. It may not seem like it, but you're, you're important and you deserve to be happy and to be here. So Hmm, that got deep. Oh gosh, right? <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. That's life though. And sometimes, yeah. you know, that's the way it flows. I've had my share of shitty relationships, yeah. being around crappy humans. And I mean, great. I'm very grateful that there was never any, um, I've had, I've had, I've had some like pretty crappy times in some of my relationships. And I do know, realize now that, um, I was taken advantage of a lot. I was abused in certain ways that I shouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm very grateful that it was very short blips on the timeline for me. And it doesn't um, make it any easier. It doesn't, it doesn't. And it, it definitely messes with you and it, it, it lingers and it bubbles up and then it comes out in weird, weird ways, like 10 years down the road. Oh, it still <laughs> comes up with me 
often. So like whenever yeah. I do, and Bryce again is like, he's a saint, but whenever yeah. I do something that like, I feel bad about like, and like silly things, like I wake him up or I st- like the other night I went to a play and he has a really hard time sleeping when Sally's home. Um, if I'm not there because he's like scared, she's going to wake up. And yeah. so I felt so guilty because he was up till like 11 PM and had to work at five the next morning. <sighs> and so then I like retreat and become the shell of myself because I just feel so guilty because my, of the way that my ex would make me feel for stuff like that. Right? So it just, it comes out all the time. And he's like, I'm not it's, like, it's not serious, Sarah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's so unfortunate that there are people out there that we just allowed to do that, but it's because we don't know any better. And I'm sure totally. like you were a lot younger. You were 20. What, when you started dating him? 20, 25. Yeah. Okay. So it was 25 to 30. Like yeah. that's such a prime point in your life where you're like growing and learning who you are as like totally. a young adult. Yeah. And like, it's unfair. It's unfair that anyone has to go through something like that. And it's, it shouldn't be the case. Don't ever let anyone dim your sparkle. No, it's not worth it. It's not. It's never worth it. No, you're no. worth more. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm, I love that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. That's a good spot to end. I think I feel like that's it's, a right, it's right. not really a high note, but at the same time, it's uh, something to, to strive for note. Yes. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Just know that you're worth more. Know that yes. you're, know that you're magical brighter days. Yeah. and that we love you. Yeah, we do. We thank you for being here and we wouldn't want anyone else no, in our little wouldn't. circle. It's no. true. Don't no. forget to subscribe. That sounds so cheesy after all of that. But don't but forget to true. subscribe. subscribe. <laughs> give us ratings. Give us stars. Give us Follow thumbs us. up. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But just being here and listening and talking and chatting with us in the comments, like that's going to, you know, it's going to help us so much. And we appreciate every single one of you. We do so much. You guys are the best. (laughs) All right. And with that, we'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye.